took my lad to Leeds. Tuesday morning, we start with a bit of a serious one. Uh, if you saw our socials, you would have seen a post uh, that is regards to the hashtag, the show must be paused. This is a very strange time, not just because of the pandemic, isn't that right, lad? But also because of uh, that chaos and nuts, crazy stuff that's going on in America that has really yeah. seeded out horrible stuff. And you're thinking, why are you talking about that on the Lads to Leeds podcast? Well... I'm a dad, he's a lad, whether you're uh, a dad, daughter, combo, mother, son, all those combinations, it's really important that I feel we lead by example as adults, and even you 13-year-olds and 16-year-olds lead by example to the people that will follow you, in that we we stand against racism, and we stand for inclusion, Uh, we stand by fellow black uh, friends, employees, fans, Leeds fans, uh, creators who do the same thing as we do. Uh, We stand by them and we must unite and speak out. And the campaign, the show must be paused. That hashtag is all about on social media having a blackout. Um, Black Lives Matter. And that's why we're doing that. So there won't be any social from us until tomorrow, Wednesday, because we're having a blackout for the hashtag, the show must be paused. Moving on to something a little bit more happy, you might say, something a little bit more definitely in our world. The um, Football Content Awards got uh, released yesterday, and it is full of Leeds United content, which is amazing. So big shout-outs to Leeds United themselves. They're up for an award in the Football Content Awards. Go search it out because you can go vote. So we're up against, in the Football Content Awards, Leeds United content is up against other football teams. And obviously, we just want to be the champions. Yeah. So go vote for Leeds United in their category. The Talking Shut podcast, boys. One of our favourites, along with the LS11 podcast, they're up for an award. All Leeds TV, they're up for an award as well. And like I say, uh, the guys at Leeds United themselves are up for it. So go search out the Football Content Awards 2020 and let's get Leeds winning the trophies now. Uh, You might actually get them. I don't know when the conclusion is, but go on now. Put the vote in, please. Um, Other than that, after the announcement of the restart, come in on the yeah. 20th there's been no schedule come out yet for either the premiership on the we know the 17th matches yeah. on your birthday let's not forget yeah. that we'll have, have to have a birthday show won't oh, we? Yeah, we will. imagine if we get you some like kind of birthday like we should get fans to send you birthday wishes or something <laughs> you know we should we need to come up with a birthday show idea yeah. but anyway going back there's not been much hit headlines in the last 24 hours, you know, we're waking up to, I suppose, actually, we didn't wake up to it. This happened straight after we released the podcast yesterday. The QPR chairman piped up about uh, what was going on. Um, QPR CEO Who's said, I'm absolutely stunned by this announcement, as is our director of football, Les Ferdinand, and our manager, Mark Warburton. I always thought Les Ferdinand would have made a great Leeds player. I wonder, we might have even been associated to him and just under Howard Wilkinson I think he would have been an amazing signing yeah. uh, anyway incredibly there has been absolutely no consultation with individual clubs nor with the championship doctors working group by the divisional representatives or anyone else in the football league regarding this matter on top of that 
We were only made aware of the statement 40 minutes before it was made public. It kind of sounds like, and I remember I mentioned on Friday, gone, yeah. that if the Premier League are doing this, why aren't the EFL? And it kind of looks like there was maybe all these meetings and over the weekend, but saw how much hype the, yeah. the, the, the Premier League was getting. They kind of went, oh, yeah, we, be- we better do it. Let's just do it. Quick, ring everyone. Let's go. Um, he says, having spoken to Les and Mark, they share my views. We are vehemently opposed to this schedule. So do you know what I think? What? Don't play. Give us a point. Just award your points to the other teams. If you're vehemently against it, then do it. Although, he does say here, I have made our feelings known to the EFL and having spoken with a number of CEOs at other championship clubs, so we know it won't be ours, because we all know what Angus thinks, I am not a lone voice on this matter. We are absolutely appalled. Don't play them, mate. If you don't think it's safe, don't play hand over the points. Simple as that. Do you not think? I know well, that I mean, sounds really hard. If it's the well, EFL's idea, you've got to go with it, you know? I mean, what the EFL are suggesting will happen, and in all fairness to the EFL, they've said if standards are met in safety, yeah, there is still that caveat on so it's the, not that definite, decision. But, it's, it's almost there. Uh, I mean, it's looking great, you know, as far as the numbers of COVID testing versus how many people have been yeah. testing. It's still very, very low. I did see it was 10. Or something like that. It, it wasn't eight, it'd gone up to ten. But that's still in yeah. the percentage of how many people have been tested. It's extremely low, extremely manageable. Um but so it still might not go ahead. It might still go to PPG, but I'd say we're looking like ninety eight percent were away yeah. with this kind yeah. of thing. It was interesting because I was under it just shows how little we actually know what's bubbling away and how little these people talk to each other, that statement from QPR. Yeah. It is you you imagine as a football fan it, it should be more tied up. Do you know what I mean? You'd think all the leagues talk to each other. You'd think all like you know, Championship and League One just have absolutely nothing to do with each other at all. Not really. Well, no, I mean, don't. relegation. But don't at all. Nothing. Well, relegation. The no. two they ran completely separately. They don't talk to each other. Same branding. Yeah, I mean they have the same brand they have the same sponsor, but that's about it. But as individual entities, I mean, it's still not decided, is it, on what's happening with League One? Oh, no. It's points yeah. per game, isn't it? No, but it's League Two, wasn't it? I think it was mm. League One as well. And, you know, there's also all, all this talk uh, about there's 10 teams in the Premiership who have turned around and went, we want relegation scrapped. So that's increased from what it was before. So it just shows this isn't, it's not quite over yet, you know, as far as conclusions, etc. You know, but. As it stands, we're there, the 20th. Yeah. We're, let's still, head towards still, it. Still going. Let, let's get promoted. Yeah. Let's pump it up. Leads yeah. are going up. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much, I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Spin those balls. Not as hot as yesterday, um, but Mervin is looking fine for As we wheel him out once again, Merv, is serving as well during this lockdown. Thank you to Emma Jones' sponsorship. He is full of balls. He's a bingo machine. Each ball is numbered. And each ball is a Leeds United subject that we will talk about right now. Lad, spin Mervin and spit us out those balls. Oh, first out again. See, I told you he was in a good form today, old Merv. What's, uh, what's the number, lad? 21. 21. Oh, Don Revy. Now, we often say with 
you know, the older players, the older managers, the older subjects, it's a struggle for lad. But, but this is too old for you uh, as well. Well, this is too old for me. I mean, you know, Don Revy, I was a very young man when, when Don Revy sadly passed away. Um, but it is kind of hard not to learn about this great yeah. man, you know? He's it, your lead supporter, you'll know him, obviously. It, it, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, how one man can still have such a um, an aura at a football club yeah. still, you know, complemented obviously by the statues that uh, are up, uh, which is a wonderful statue. It, it, I mean, yeah. it really is, isn't it? Uh, I, I almost, I almost think it's not in the right place that statue. Where you know, it's kind of. I love it? where Billy is. I, yeah. To be fair, I never, I never knew about that. I never knew about that statue. And I think it was when we went to the Kaiser Chief concert. Right. I I did not know did about know it, it that long. And you you know you must have passed that umpteen yeah, times, million times. I mean, where we are in the East Stand, we always go up, don't we? Yeah. I mean, it's not your choice. Choice. It's more mine that we've done ever since you were little. But there's a lovely mural, isn't there? Yeah. That 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 we go up, and it's certainly something that you know gives me a little bit of a flutter when I see it. You know, I always give it the yeah. you know the the, the fist pump. Uh, and and it's got all the greats on there, Revy and Wilkinson. I like topping and tailing this squad of brilliant and if players. We're, and if we're going up, maybe have a bit of a Bielsa on there as well. Well, it, yes, Pablo and Anders. I mean, it will have to be redone in yeah. some way, or on maybe another level, another one done with the yeah. guys. But you know, Don Revy in. Because we've watched things like The Damned United, yeah. which is a wonderful film, oh, despite yeah. it being, you know, viciously anti-Leeds. Yeah. But, you know, what is your... Even in there, I always kind of think Don Revy's really cool. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that might be my bias, even though he's meant to be the bad guy. What is, like, your... You know, as What does it feel like when you say Don Revy to a young 13-year-old Leeds United fan? What What... What does that kind just, of inspire you? just you? think, you know, one of the greatest Leeds managers of all time, if not the And, and is it just a stat? No. You, know, you know, like in, in that... Well, it shows. It, it shows by what he's done with the club, mm. you know? So it just won, what, two Division One titles, yeah. got us to the finals. Got us promoted. Yeah, got us, got promoted. us promoted. Got us into the finals against Bayern Munich in 1975, you know? Yeah. No, very like, unlucky, very unlucky yeah, never to win like the European you, Cup. If you put like David O'Leary and like Howard Wilkinson together, you don't get the achievements oh, of Don no Revy. Miles off. Yeah, it's no, miles O'Leary off. didn't win anything. Yeah, I know, but he, he's probably the Got close, close. He's probably the closest mm. thing we've ever gotten to Champions League. Simon club. Grayson's won more than David O'Leary did at Leeds. Yeah, but I mean, David O'Leary was in the... Pre- I'm no, not saying Simon I'm Grayson's being terrible. Advocate. I mean Devil's yeah. Advocate. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm being naughty there. So, you know, just bringing it back to Don Revy. Oh, you're really <laughs> hating on that microphone this week, lad. You're Sorry. giving it punches left, right and centre. The, um, the, I think the, the thing with Don Revy, he's almost become, for people like you as well, uh, almost a visual icon of, of the club. You know, it's you know, it's almost like iconic. Yeah. The look of him hanging around and how straight talking he was, and yeah. he kind of represents everything of, of a, a stereotypical Yorkshireman would have. But the genius behind that is is obviously up there with the greats of football yeah. you know, ever. You know, to this day, because of what what was achieved in a 
in an environment at the time that was dominated by a certain number of clubs. And this is the thing, you got to remember, Leeds did come up from the lower league and then they started punching, you know. They start and and that was Don Revy's making. It really was. I think it was uh, kind of like a like a Wolverhampton or something like yeah. like when they went up. You know, they like they were giving the big clubs good, really and, good games. Like there's like lots of things in that that I bet you'd find creepy now. But like you know, he used to massage the players himself. <laughs> he used to do stuff like that. He used to put on get. He used to organize like games where he'd like right wives no lads. Altogether, he was almost he was almost delving in at the time some real what people have got clever with that the psychological part. I think I remember he was an innovator of that. I think I remember something from Dan United where he'd like get the reserves team to play like the next team they were gonna play and get the first team players yeah. to play against. So innovative stuff, spying. Yeah, well, no, well, just... no, no, he weren't <laughs> spying, ob- obviously, because we don't do that and you get fired. No, but he did. Like, this is a thing. I think what Bielsa... It's just smart. It's just smart. It, it's, it's that he used to find out how... Well, it was he used to watch. It wasn't even spying. Yeah. He used to have scouts who would go out and watch these players. And also, he recruited scouts that he really trusted. These scouts are the same lot who would just ring him up and say, there's a lad here up in... I don't know where, I can't remember where it was, Livingston or, or uh, somewhere up in Scotland, where he would never have, have been from yeah. a personal choice. But he trusted and recruited in the information. Information was so key to him. And he ended up signing Billy Bremner as a kid. And then look how Do you know how yeah, ex- Exactly. And then, you know, he pulled in all these kids from the North East, Scotland, down south, wherever it was. Hey, leave oh your bloody God. microphone I'm alone, lad. My God, we're going to have to buy a new one in. But that was information was key to his whole, whole system. Yeah. And who does that remind you of? Bielsa. Yeah. You it's, just, it's just, like, you know, it's just being smart about it like you know be like no one else is doing that but like i know it's, it's considered cheating you know get the advantage you get the advantage you know you just could have the correct mind you know because mm. look how smart you just you just told every team in the league how to beat derby county yeah i shown in like all the things shame but, we know. couldn't implement that in that playoff mind but yeah i see what you mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean see it's uh um i think an innovator that that that's the key to him was how he went about it yeah. was innovative and it was i mean it's hard really it's like little things when you hear the clough reaction to why he didn't like revy when you take it beyond some kind of personal goal setting or if the story is true where it really fired up from him not staying behind for a glass of he was such an admirer. You know, the thing that the damn United... By the way, the book's miles better than the movie, but the, the whole thing of Clough not liking him because he didn't respect him back after Derby played him in the cup. It's... I think what it is with Revy, it goes down to things, not just the scouting, not just that I will make the reserves play like QPR, which I think is the line... Yeah, in the movie, it it's it's also he as discussed in this podcast. He was the one who teamed up with Admiral to come up with the first branded shirt selling. You know, he really innovated and innovated and yeah. innovated the game in ways that 
you know, have, have influenced even what we see today to a certain extent. Yeah. And, you know, the whole football thing about Leeds being dirty, we were tough, we'd fight, but every one of them was a baller. Every one of them. Yeah. Very few of both, from Bobby Davidson through to Billy Bremner, you know, to Eddie Gray, who apparently, he's, he's one. I saw a question go on Twitter the other day. Who would you have liked to see live that you haven't seen? And I always go to Eddie Gray because when you hear people talk about Eddie Gray, he sounded amazing. Yeah, was when it? you he hear about goal, it, like it's a like amazing winner. Apparently, he just flew and the ball stuck to his feet. You know, we're talking the George Best type thing, and yeah, uh, it's these were all under Revy and how he got these people yeah. to play. So you know, I think that is that is. That, complemented with this attitude and this aura he had about him, is why he has remained such... Jimmy Armfield, God rest his soul, he was brought in to revive, you know, after the Clough era of a disaster. He brought in, and actually Leeds did okay after that. He got them back. They didn't obviously have the success that Revy had. But, you know, it kind of showed what a disaster Clough was coming off the back of someone like Don Revy, even though... My granddad used to always say to me that the, both for England and Leeds absolutely should have backed Clough. He says that is one of the biggest mistakes that ever happened. And, and that's my dad's dad, who was very much a Leeds United fan and an England fan liked it. He always said absolutely should have manipulated the situation that Clough was a success at Leeds. And also, you know, he believed Clough was that good. That he should have been England manager as well. well never you know, from the thing though, you see, well, it's like you know, it didn't look like any of the players wanted to play for him though. I think, like you know, you'd have like Billy Bremner and that. You know, Only because the, the the facts, what you can find on that. Yeah. And if you're gonna think you're a Leeds player, remember there wasn't social media or anything there. With that scenario, was Clough was big on match of a day or all he was like a pundit as well as a manager and he used to rinse leads all the time. So if you're a if you're a player and he I'm comes in to... I, I we, my uncle Phil is, is is used to be good mates with with Maidley who was one of Leeds' best utility men of all time. Yeah. Okay. I think he, I think he might have only ever played for Leeds. He was that good and played for England as well. And he, he always said whenever the Clough thing came up, they were actually quite up for, for seeing what he was like at the time. They were, they were up for it. Yeah, it was a different mentor. When they kind of got it as players, Don Revy's gone. Obviously, they kind of had their favourites, and I think it was maybe Lorimer they wanted to be the manager. I think that's kind of reflected in the film as well. In, it's certainly mentioned in the book. But they were kind of like, yeah, no, we'll take this guy in. He's, he's obviously done brilliant with Derby, and yeah. you know, we, it, they play good football, and we're good footballers. But, you know, I, I know this is one side of the story, but Clough was like, nah. And he came in and he, he shot them all down. And they were all like, do you know what? two fingers you know they were like you can't speak to us like that and yeah. it just it was a relate the relate it was a relationship thing broke down yeah. there and this is it you know that goes from don revy who used to massage those lads with his own hands yeah. as he said you know so that's don revy and a bit of clough 
two for one in, in, in this week's yeah, uh, Mervyn. Yeah. Hello, this is Emma from LUTV, and I love Merv so much I decided to sponsor this feature. Love you, Merv. Uh, like we said, we're not going to change the jingle uh, because, you know, the self-isolation. Yeah, you know, we might have to self-isolate, you know. We're all going back. You've been going out with the missus. Yeah, lad's got a girlfriend. And he's been going on two-meter social distancing dates with her. So, you know, you're probably going to bring COVID into the house at no. some point, catching it off like your picnic blankets or whatever it is you've been doing. But, hey, self-isolation still is a thing, so we're not changing the jingle. No, somebody's ringing the bell. We're self-isolating. Now, this is going to be really interesting. Let me just get the right sheet of paper up. Because we were asking in homework lockdown for your top threes. Okay? We're going to give you a speciality subject. Yesterday on Monday, it was stand, It was tackling. Yeah. So we were going to say, who is your top three best tacklers from a Leeds United squad, from all the Leeds United squads from 2013 onwards to present day? Who were your top Three now, you've got yours hopefully at home, but you've decided. And lad and I don't know what each of us are either. So this is the first time we're going to reveal to <laughs> yeah. each other who we think our top three tacklers since 2013 for Leeds were. Lad, start at three. Who's your third? Um, I have Calvin Phillips. Calvin Phillips at third. Okay, why? Because you know, I think you know he always does a good tackle on that. You know, he does. You know. He's, he is an amazing tackler, but I just think... Good standing you know, compared, tackler. Compared to the other people, I think. I can't remember a great sliding tackler yeah, no, from him. He's more of an interceptor he, and a stand tackler. But he is flipping good at that. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. So, he, Calvin, Phillips, Calvin Phillips, your third favourite. Second? Um, Gatano Berardi. Berardi? Berardi. Okay, I mean, that's interesting why you you've chosen Berardi. I'm telling you that, okay. Just... Always loves a good challenge. He will put his body on the line for that ball. I'm telling you now, slide tackling, I think he's great. Stand, stand and tackling, I think he's, he's better at st- slide tackling more. But I think, you know, stand and tackling is decent. But I honestly, I think he's a really good Okay, no, hey, look, these are your top threes. Yeah, um, number one, who have you got number one? Um, Janssen. Pontus Janssen. Why Pontus Janssen? You, you know, when he was at Leeds, I'm sorry, but there was, you know, he was the best defender we had. Mm. You know, he was just, he was just so strong. You know, he could, he, you know, he was like fast, and he could slide tackles with men, his stand tackles with men. Mm. I, just, I just, you know, he's an amazing tackler. By what, far your I favorite. Thought. I can see the passion in your yeah, eyes. He's a, he's a great tackler. So I'm, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're talking, uh, so I mean, apart from Pontus, that like. Essentially, these are all like from the last two seasons, so well, the yeah. last three seasons you've got there. Because you you could have had, uh, you know, Jason Pierce back in the day. Do you remember Jason Pierce? I mean, he was centre back and he was captain of Leeds as well. I think I very him. yeah, very early on for you, Lee Peltier, who was a right back. You might even put Liam Bridcut in there, who was at central. <laughs> but like, I just. No. I actually think Liam Bridcup was an all right tackler, but I just really remember him for giving the ball away loads. Uh, yeah. You might even throw in someone like Luke Murphy, Michael Brown, but like we kind of got Michael Brown. 
autograph. You, you had Michael yeah. Brown. You've still got Michael Brown's autograph. You just like you just don't have it on the wall. I just well, that's all yeah. tucked away somewhere. Um, oh no! Did a girl? Yeah, no, a girl. from school yeah, gave no, you it. She knowed Michael because she knowed him because he's from yeah. round here, isn't he? He's I, from I, his I neck of the woods. So, but yeah, but like she knew that. Michael Brown. So then, like, Ron- the Ronaldo guy. Vieira. Oh, he was. I don't know. Sol Bamba. I can't get over the fact we sold Ronaldo Vieira, by the way. Well, if we didn't sell Ronaldo Vieira, I think Calvin Phillips mentioned it, he might not be in the position he is now. I guess so. But Ronaldo Vieira was good. Remember Sol Bamba? Yep. Stuart? He always seems to score like a 30-yard screamer against us every time we play Cardiff. I, I, I just see him as almost calamity. Whenever when he played for us, I was just never confident with him. Every and yet he had this great season with Cardiff when they went yeah. up and stuff. It was like you know, and he, then I think he got sussed he out really, again when he was, he was in the really attacking centre back because I remember those game. I was a horror game or something, Cardiff City, and like it was just like Against thirty us. yard scream, yeah, yeah thirty yard scream yeah. after thirty yard scream, and he and he bagged one of them. You know? Luke Ayling, you could have had in there. I think I think he's a better. Yeah, he's a good tackler, but Patrick Kids Norbo, you could have had in. Do you remember Patrick? He was famous for having the, yeah. the bandage around his head. He was actually oh. injured. He, he he kind of 2013. He was I, injured, I so really he, know. he hardly played. Know. He was good. He was a great player. He became a bit of a cult hero. Do you want to know mine? So just okay, repeat yeah, sure. your top three again. So um, at three, Phillips three, Berardi two, Pontus Janssen one. At three for me, Kyle Bartley. That's understandable. I just think Kyle Bartley's season with us he was just he was a rock he, he, he was just big and tall lanky. strong I just remember feeling so confident with him alongside he was, Pontus yeah. he was good he, he was, was, he, I think Pont- he was a leader him and Pontus were great I wish we'd gone out and, and signed him because I think his stand tackle his sliding tackle I think it would have been worth it though he would have been worth it Your Coops wouldn't be anywhere near that side if we'd kept Carl oh, yeah. he was that good. And Coops, we could have had Coops in this, but yeah. as you can probably see, I haven't, because at number two, I've gone Pontus. Because mm. I totally agree with you on Pontus. For stand tackle and sliding tackles, he did. Remember that really amazing, when he span round? Yeah, no, we were at that game. Yeah. And yeah. He, did it? A quick, he did a little Maradona was, round, Danny Graham and Bradley Dark. Was and that just, what it yeah, was? Yeah, it was Blackburn. Just, yeah, it was against Blackburn. Little it was Maradona. amazing. Little Maradona around Bradley Dack and Danny Graham both slipped on the bum, and you could just tell, like you could just see. But but I mean, you know, remember when he did that spin round tackle as well, and he got he got that play where it looked like the player had gone round him, but he likes he always pirouetted he did some round fa- and he got did the some tackle. Fast so I I I'm kind of with you on there, but I I went I went for Calvin Phillips number I, one. I think I went I went with it there you know, because I don't know. There's that that kid. I think it. It's all about, and we put on here for clarity, sliding tackles and standing tackles. And yeah, I might not be able to pinpoint the the number of sliding tackles. Every he's time done. he does a slide tackle, he always seems to get a red. To be honest, well, yeah, I mean, I think there is frustration there with him when I you think... see him, but he very rarely does. But I think that's the point. He's that clever. He's that brilliant now yeah, but... of where he positions himself. Yeah, but he's not he's not done a the slide am- tackle where going like, oh my god, what a tackle. But the amount of tackles he does about yeah, sure yeah. might be standing yeah. as that's what they think. The, the quality and the frequency I've never seen a player do as many as that since David Bay. I think yeah, I I mean, you know, I feel like he's a better 
you know, he's, he is a ball winner, but I think he's he's a better interceptor, to be honest. He'll be interested to know, because we're going to set a new subject, we're going to set a new speciality now. Who agrees? You can get in touch with us at Lad to Leeds on Twitter and socials. Is Lad nearer for the best, or am I nearer in your opinion? Let us know. I'd love to know that you did this homework as well. Get in touch with us on there. You can email Lad to Leeds at gmail.com. But let's move on to our next subject in Homework Lockdown. The clinical finisher is the next subject. Now, just for clarification on that, shocked accuracy 80 plus or finishing 86 plus is what FIFA would class as having the clinical finishing speciality. From 2013 to present day, who are your top three Leeds United clinical finishers? We're self-isolating. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. That's a good one for Wednesday. Good. I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got for that. Um, like I said before, get in touch with us. Show us your top threes if you wish. Um, at Lad to Leeds on the socials or Lad to Leeds at gmail.com. Hope the weather's not as good, but I hope you've had a you have a great Tuesday. Uh, we'll speak to you tomorrow on Wednesday. Hum day. Hum day.